Cost segregation, what I have clients use it for is to cover capital gains, depreciation, and recapture taxes. When you have straight line depreciation, the 27 and a half on a fourplex, every year you take the same amount. Let's say it's, it's 15,000. If you own it for five years, you've got 75,000 you've taken. If you paid $400,000 for that fourplex, now the IRS says you did not pay $400,000, you paid $325,000. Because they're going to take that $75,000 away from what's called your cost basis, right? And you say, well, what does that matter to you? Well, that means that when you sell it for $500,000, your gain wasn't $100,000, it was $175,000. Now you're concerned, all right? When you have higher than straight line depreciation, maybe you're not doing 15,000, you're doing 30,000. That 15,000 over and above straight line, when you sell the property, every year that you did that 15,000 over straight line is not taxed at the capital gains rate for most people of 15%, it's taxed at 25%. So if you're gonna use cost segregation, you better have a good reason, and your plan better come out, because you're going to pay a lot of money. There's people out there that might have had a, a $40,000 capital gains, and they're all happy with that. And then they find out that, well, they, they also have a $25,000 recapture. Now, sometimes the difference, oftentimes the difference between 40 and, and 65 changes the strategy of paying the taxes, right? Common sense. Let's discuss how we can sell properties mitigating that. First of all, the number one qualification in my world for an investor to invoke a strat the strategy of cost segregation is that the household income is never lower than 150. Because now, we know you can't use depreciation against your ordinary income, all right? So when you, you have your, your, you buy a couple of duplexes, and maybe you're doing around 20000 a piece each a year with cost seg instead of the, the eight or 10 it would have been, you go into that knowing by hook or by crook, you're going to pay off the two loans that you acquired when you purchased those duplexes. So I'll use what I know best, uh, the, the most current property that I move clients into in Texas. You might have a loan anywhere from two hundred dollars to $225,000. Uh, you're paying, give or take, four and a half, four and three quarters percent. And you're, you say, here's what I have to do to pay these loans off over the next 60 months. And, you, and if you can't make it happen, and you're not comfortable with how you've laid out that plan to make it happen, don't do it. Every year, you might have $5,000 cash flow, but you've got $20,000 a year apiece on those duplexes who are each spitting out $5,000. So you have $10,000 combined cash flow every year with $40,000 in depreciation. 
and you got 30,000 left over every year that you have to put over here on the shelf to gather dust. Well, what happens is you're banking that unused depreciation. Because you make over 150, you've turned lemons into lemonade. And let me tell you, man, it's the best tasting lemonade ever. And the reason is, is because now you sell those two duplexes. And let's say they, in five years, they only went up enough to cover the cost of sales. Say you paid 300 apiece. You now have 600,000 in proceeds. But wait a minute. You have 50,000 apiece in excess over straight line depreciation accumulated. That's a 25, at 25%, that's $25,000. Okay? Each year, so you, then you have to say, well, what's your adjusted cost basis? Well, it probably cost you twenty thousand a piece to sell them. So they're going to say, "Well, you didn't pay three hundred; you paid three twenty. Then they're going to take away the depreciation you used, right, Lenny? You actually used, and they're going to subtract it from that. So you may have capital gains on that sale, and you may not. Let's say you have ten thousand dollars. All right, that means you owe thirty-five thousand dollars to IRS because you sold those properties. You've got 600000 in the bank. What happens is, in the year of sale, you can now take that 150000 So you've got, you've got $150,000. Maybe in five years, you're making 200000 between you and your, and your husband or wife. Now that you can use that against your, your ordinary income, because you don't own the property anymore. So they can't bar you from using it. That's going to save you. If you live in California, is there any way out of the fact that, that it saves them less than a third, that 150? Okay. You save $50,000. You owe 35. You just got paid $15,000 to get 600,000 tax free. Okay? This is where I always feel like giving a round of applause to cost seg. It offsets future taxes. And the best phrase in the world ever in investing, tax-free cash. You just can't beat it. 